1: I'm Candace Lim and you're listening to ICYMI. In case you missed it, Slate's podcast about internet culture. And how do you guys feel about the year being over? Have you figured out what's in and what's out? Have you posted your Notes app 2024 predictions? I did not realize this started becoming a trend where plebeians just, like, shout into the distance like doomsday cult leaders. But I will say, I've been noticing a few common predictions amongst you. I'm seeing a lot of, like, Timothy Chalamet, Kylie Jenner engaged. Zendaya Tom Holland engaged and married. Ariana Grande engaged, married, pregnant, divorced. And... Kamala Harris affair scandal right before the election? I'm obviously assuming with Pete Davidson, which is cool. I just wish you guys could predict like interest rates dropping, minimum wage rising, like economists, please drop your lists. Anyway, I'm going to tell you a secret, which is that I am anti New Year's resolution I just am. I think too many people set themselves up to fail and in return, they get locked into like Planet Fitness memberships they can't get out of even after death. And therefore, I'm more of an intentions person. Okay, I'm more of a let's change your ways around your birthday person, but I'm also a low stakes person. So I was on Twitter this week when I saw Sonia Weiser ask, what's your super low stakes goal for 2024? I'll tell you mine. It is to stop using my phone while watching TV because... Most days, I am usually watching Modern Family reruns and immediately going for the phone, going straight to Twitter. But I would really like to wean myself off of this, like, two-screen experience. So my low-stakes goal is to start watching more new TV or revisit shows I haven't watched in a really long time. Because I love when you're watching Community and you're like, OMG, remember when Abed said this thing in the Claymation Christmas episode? This is so funny. Or my other idea is I'm only going to watch TV on my iPad because maybe it's the smaller screen. Maybe it's that closer screen that Emily in Paris iPad experience. It just hits different. By the way, that show, that show is 100 times better via iPad unmatched. I promise you. But this show, mm-mm, it is not a self help journey. It is a haters' manifesto. And we are here to celebrate another ICYMI annual tradition. For the past two years, ICYMI has recapped the internet trends they'd like to leave behind. Last year, Rachel was joined by Moises Mendez II and Kelsey Weekman, and they got into everything from Liver King to capital D discourse. And this year, I am so excited to invite Vox senior correspondent, Alex Abad Santos, and journalist, Sylvia O'Bell for this round table tradition. And what are you hoping to leave behind in 2023? Is it cottage core content by Nepo baby millionaires? Is it age gap discourse? Is it Matt Reif? I'd love to know. So after a short break, we're going to complain about the internet trends that need to stop and ask, what can we do better in 2024? This is a really fun one with some very surprising picks here and there. So I will be back with Alex and Sylvia after the break. Hey there. If you love our podcast, then maybe you should consider subscribing to Slate Plus. With Slate Plus, there are no ads on any Slate podcasts. And Slate Plus helps keep this podcast going because this show would not be possible without your support. With Slate Plus, you'll get bonus segments and episodes for shows like Dear Prudence, Amicus, and Slate Money. You'll also never hit a paywall on the Slate website, meaning you get access to every article and every advice column. Just visit Slate.com slash Plus to sign up. That's Slate.com slash Plus. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card.
2: Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals.
1: Welcome back. On today's show, I am joined by Alex Abad-Santos, a senior correspondent at Vox who explains what society obsesses over, and Sylvia O'Bell, a journalist and co-host of The Scotty and Sylvia Show. Welcome to the show, Alex and Sylvia. Hi. Hi. Thanks for having me. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. Now, before we get started, I think we should maybe like warm up the panel a little bit and ask a very ICYMI question, which is what is your first internet memory? Alex, I'll start with you.
0: Oh my God. You know my first okay, so this is definitely gonna date me. Like you can probably pick out how old I am based on this answer. Um mm-hmm. I signed into AOL and I signed into the Sailor Moon chat room. And oh my god. I- <laughs> i was like a little boy obsessed with sailor moon and i was just like okay i need to find out more about sailor moon and then i think that was a little too like i jumped in the deep end and it was just like very deep sailor moon talk and i'm pretty mm-hmm. sure that they were just like a lot of adults and i was just <laughs> yeah <laughs> but i mean aol chat rooms who was who wasn't in an aol chat room that is an elderly millennial.
2: It's true. I was...
0: (laughs) Chatting with people that you were not supposed to be chatting with. (laughs) Listen,
2: moms and dads would be stressed (laughs) if they knew the truth. I think my first one is Black Planet. Shout out to Solange Knowles for trying to bring Black Planet back a couple (laughs) years ago, too. But, like, Myspace, obviously... And AOL, hold the real thing. But I feel like Black Planet is maybe an answer that's not given a lot. And a lot of us were on there before we were on MySpace. I think it existed maybe just right before MySpace. It was Mm -hmm. definitely like the first profile I ever made. Like, that's the first time I remember making like a... Here's my profile picture. Here's all about me. Like, let me switch it up. And like looking at people's pictures, like, oh, here's a cute boy who lives in North Carolina. And it's like, what? (laughs) It's just, and I'm all the way in New Jersey, but yet. So, yeah, I think that Black Planet was definitely like my first like social media page before we knew what social Mm -hmm. media was.
1: These are so good. I mean, can I also ask, do you guys remember the first time you saw something online and you were like oh maybe the internet was actually a mistake Al Gore does anything spring to mind for you of like when you realized there was a dark side to this
0: (laughs) I think mine would be downloading illegal music and then actually catching like a virus I basically gave like my computer tuberculosis or whatever the version (laughs) of tuberculosis was
2: oh my goodness yes
0: I, I really, I really wanted that Brandy and Monica song, and you know what? Oh, <laughs> my poor oh my Sony god. Bio just, just went down, went down. Oh my played. goodness,
2: LimeWire! Oh, the memories.
1: Yes, mm-hmm. yes.
0: LimeWire, ah, wow. all that
1: stuff. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. We are
0: confusing uh-huh. Gen Z right now. It's- oh my god, Gen Z, Gen Z is just like, who are who are these <laughs> dinosaurs screeching, and what are they screeching about? <laughs>
1: Alex, I love the idea of you basically bringing back polio and giving it to like a Zoom. That is really funny, <laughs> but that is a real experience. We all know the downloads folder. She's seen so much. I get it. Sylvia, do you have one you want to add? Or? Facebook took a turn and I remember like that's definitely the first thing I abandoned. But like, sure. I also think like
2: on a more like teen level. Like, just when you realize that, like, you could get hurt by people on social media. Like, the first time an ex removes you from their top eight and, like, posts a new girl from biology class. And you're like, Oof. fuck the internet! Oof. Like, I hate it here! <laughs> I take it back! I don't want to know everything <laughs> this young boy is doing by access.
0: But then you had to stalk her. You had to I stalk know. her. Once you get replaced, you're just like, I want lo- like, to look, I want to need to see more. like, no, we were
2: better not knowing <laughs> And now it's, <laughs> we can never go back.
1: Oh, that's a beautiful answer. That moment when the status update changes and it's public, you know, everyone knows what, yeah. what you did. Well, now that we are prepped and primed to be haters... Alex, Sylvia, I am so glad you're here because we are here to audit this wonderful year online, itemize the beautiful things it's given us while also thinking about the tweets and the memes that need to go. We're going to Marie Kondo the Internet today. Now... You know, we're going to give a few moments or trends that we'd like to leave behind, starting with the things that we really don't want to put up with anymore, but would be like, okay, fine, if people kept them alive. And then we'll get to the things that make us go, "Mm, no, thank you. I'm going to throw my computer in the trash. Okay, so. Let's start with something we tolerated this year that we acknowledge happened, but probably will not speak to at the reunion. I'll let you two marinate on this for a second. I'll start us off just to kind of prime us up. For me, it's Airbnb. Okay, here's the deal. I think we have finally reached the point where we can be open about how Airbnb is not a guest experience. It is a hustle hostel where you basically have to pay to do your own chores. And on top of Airbnbs now being like illegal in certain cities, you know, this past year in L.A., union hotel workers were striking. And I kind of feel like we just need to acknowledge that hotels They still work. They are still nice. And sometimes they are more cost effective than Airbnbs. And the thing is, I cannot take down Airbnb.com myself. But let me say this. Earlier this week, Fantasia Barrino, the star of The Color Purple, the winner of season three of American Idol. okay, (laughs) she went on Twitter. And she claimed that she was kicked out of her Airbnb because she wanted to host, like, a little gathering for her son and his friends. The host of the property said they were having this, like, raucous party. They were sneaking in balloons and therefore going against host policy. But Fantasia was like, no, we met capacity. We met the criteria. This was racial Profiling. And she is not alone. There have been so many suits, settled, litigated against Airbnb. And the thing is, like, if Airbnb can disrespect the winner of American Idol— an upcoming possible Oscar nominee for Best Actress, then I'm going to a Ramada (laughs) Inn. It's no deal, Airbnb. I
0: mean, I love a hotel now.
1: I've always been a hotel
0: girl. They clean your room every night. What more do you want?
1: And they're like kind of nice to you. That's beautiful. I was only ever
2: convinced to do them when there was like a group, like a group in a house, like kind of a situation. But like... Oh, and you know, we all there was that time where all corporate jobs wanted to do Airbnb over hotels for travel because it was cheaper. And it just never worked out. Mm -hmm. I'll never forget one time I laid on a bed for Airbnb on a work trip, and it was an air mattress in the bed. And I was pissed. Oh. So I've been done with Airbnb for a long time. It only works in certain moments. But yeah, the cleaning up is a scam. And there's a cleaning fee on top of me cleaning up. Make it make sense.
1: Yes. It's like, why are you cleaning what I cleaned? What is this? And I should say it may not technically be a trend, but it it is something we only have because of the internet and Airbnb. You just keep getting worse. So maybe let's break up. Let's break up. Okay. Alex, I'm going to go to you. What is a moment you would like to leave behind in 2023?
0: So I think one of the things that we just kind of admit that is kind of bad and we kind of have to live with it is that there still hasn't been a good replacement for Twitter, which is now called X, Yes, but we still call it Twitter. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, well, okay, Threads was a bust. Blue Sky, mm-hmm. I don't even know what's happening on Blue Sky. It's like, as awful as Twitter is, and it is awful, or X formerly known as Twitter, like, we still kind of have to use it, and it's still like the thing where all like my little internet friends are, and I am just kind of <laughs> wish that I had somewhere else to go.
2: I know, but it's like, ah, uh, it's yeah. like, but we built this land, <laughs> Like It's, it's like, it's so <laughs> torn. it's like, I built this land it's where I have the most followers. You can take my check. Like I enjoyed the yeah. most, but it's still, you're right. It's like, it's the slowest death of all time.
0: I mean, it still has bright moments. Like when Henry Kissinger died, right? Like-
2: <laughs> <gasps> oh my God. I was not prepared for the celebration that was going to occur. I, I, I just did not know that we like had all decided that like when this day came, we were going to go dance in the grave, like, on the internet. But I was <laughs> thoroughly entertained.
1: <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Okay. Sylvia, what about you? What is a moment you would like to um, kill this year?
2: You know, if it comes to moment, it's, like, ugh, bloggers trying to be court reporters is, like, the, the realm in which oh. I'm living in. Because the Tory Lanez trial was hell. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, Hell. Yes. And I, mm-hmm, yes. I mean, in in so many different ways, but especially when it came to like people on Twitch trying to like keep up with your trial. Like, I was just like, this is not your lane. Mm-hmm. I think that's why Meg, the reporter, which is hilarious that they made that lady, <laughs> they put two E's on her yes. name, but yes. I love her, come up. It's because like beat reporters made a comeback because people realized, oh, we're not journalists. We're not equipped. I feel like there's certain moments where. Mm-hmm. Certain news stories where it's like, I'm so sorry, Shade Room. This is above y'all. You can't keep up with this. You're reporting crazy things. These are not even like what's the goings on are. And I think it really got to the point where there was so much noise that people actually found themselves looking for the reporters who were in the courtroom online and like going there for just some rational, mm-hmm. unbiased information. Um, because there was just so much noise. So, and I think as, you know, cases against celebrities continue and will always be a thing. I would just like for us to leave it to the experts and classify the difference between this is my opinion and this is like actually what's happening in court. And let me stop trying to be outside with my iPhone and catch a quote.
1: Exactly. Okay, let us move on to the next internet trend we'd like to leave behind in 2023. Alex, I'll go to you. What comes to mind for you?
0: Well, see, all my gripes are because I'm an old man are TikTok things. (laughs) And it's just like someone will show me this TikTok thing. And I'm just kind of like, Oh my God, this is the worst thing. But one of these things, it like makes my blood boil a little bit. And it's just like designed to are these TikTok recipes where someone like makes something absolutely disgusting and you know Mm. it's disgusting and they're just like "Mm," like it's like let me make this taco salad and it's like this unseasoned beef and they throw like tortilla (laughs) chips and like throw like mountains of salsa into a pot and they're just like wow this is so good and they'll throw like tons of shredded cheese like like heavy cream it just looks like IBS Oh and my then god. It, but it's like all designed <laughs> to make you mad and me getting mad I'm like oh my god it's working on me I'm getting mad mm-hmm. I can't have I need a moment of zen and it's just like okay well this is obviously for the clicks and this is obviously yes. to make people mad but I'm just kind of like It's working on me. It's working on on me. And I hate (laughs) that it's working on me and I'm not smart enough to, like, separate these feelings.
2: Yeah. The whole (laughs) thing of people doing things just for clicks, like, the fake scenarios and all, like, whether it's cooking or relationship or all of that. Like, I feel like we should just group that all together here because Mm -hmm. that is very just, like, why do I have to try to tell if this is real or not? Is this television? Am I trying to decide if this is a sitcom or a reality show? Like, I don't... I hate that it's, like, become a thing where people now are like, oh, you can go viral for messing up. Let me just do these things on purpose now. That's so whack.
1: Yeah. A hundred percent. So my pick is Goodreads. Uh, I think (laughs) Goodreads has had a real interesting problematic year. Let me just say this. I, I think a lot of people knew that Goodreads was going to be a problem after Amazon bought them in 2013, like everyone out, but we're ending the year with a pretty big story in the Goodreads universe, which is that an author named Kate Coraine made fake Goodreads accounts, spent the past year review bombing authors of color under her same publisher. She denied it. And then she said, no, I did it. And then she said in a Word doc statement that she was taking new meds and suffered a complete psychological breakdown, which led her to create six fake Goodreads accounts and basically write bad reviews for people. And then give herself really good reviews for her book, which has not come out yet, and it's not coming out because she was dumped. I just feel like this is obviously an issue with an author and racism and publishing. I also feel like this is a bigger story about how Goodreads is really pushing this like hyper competitive, quantity over quality ecosystem where authors feel very pressured to become a part of it. And I mean, like we started the year with people review bombing Prince Harry's book, Spare. Because he left the royal family. They didn't read it. They just were mm-hmm. like saying what they wanted. And I was like, okay, so now Goodreads has become this like projection of our personal insecurities instead of a literal site to just like review books we liked. And so I have this fear about letterboxed going the same way. Like, I just think we need to protect Iowa debris's letterboxed <laughs> reviews under a strict <laughs> Mona Lisa Glass frame. That's it.
0: <laughs> Can you imagine if, like, Jamila Jamil comes out and is like, oh, no, I wrote a bunch of fake letterbox reviews for people I hate. <laughs> like, that would be the equivalent. Like, I'm trying to think of it like an equivalent for, like, a Goodreads to, like, someone who's never seen, like, the Goodreads drama that's mm, happening online right now. Right, And right. it's just, like, this weird thing. And it's just, like, I don't even follow Goodreads, but I'm riveted. Absolutely Yeah, riveted. That's a good
2: point. I hadn't thought about yeah. that. But it has. It's become this thing where it's, like, all reviews, google reviews, yelp reviews where it's like is this restaurant really bad or did you just like hate the the waitress? Like I don't know, I can't tell.
1: Like mm-hmm. yeah. Exactly. Okay, Sylvia, what about you? What's another moment you would like to leave behind? Okay, this is a trend and I um I want you
2: guys to hear me out on this because it's it's a, it's going to it's a vast attack. It's a vast attack because it's <laughs> happening everywhere. And I think it's because it's happening everywhere that I'm okay. choosing to address that we need to have a state of the union about get ready with me videos.
0: Hey, good morning everybody, happy Tuesday and welcome to my get ready and morning vlog, voiceover edition. I got up around 610, which is pretty early because I've honestly been sleeping in so much, it is so bad. I've missed first period like every day this week. Oh my gosh. Anyway, I got up really early today. I have a really exciting week coming up, so that's why I was so excited.
2: I don't even like to get ready with me. You know, like I hate (laughs) the part between when I'm cozy and when I got to get cute. Once I'm cute, I'm excited about it. Let's Mm. go out like we've done the work. But to just do the work with you every day, I don't know if I need it. Like I'm here for a makeup tutorial. I'm here for a hair tutorial. If you're going to teach me something new, like sure. But I feel like are you doing your makeup that differently every day? That there needs to be so many of these get ready with me videos. Like, and also, I hate the people who don't edit them right. Where it's like, I'm really getting ready with you in real time. Yes. And you're trying to make conversation, but you're also really focused on <laughs> trying to get that wing on the eyeliner right. And I understand the silence that's mm-hmm. needed for that, but now it's awkward. Now it's real intimate. Now it's just you breathing <laughs> into the lens. And me in bed, and I just feel like it's just like, what's going? Why are we here? Why are we both here? Like, why am I watching, and why are you recording? And it's like the, it's just you know, I think there's a lot of people who are like on Instagram or TikTok to be cute and aren't necessarily the best talkers, and that's fine. We all have our space, but I feel like it's trying to force a lot of the pretty picture girls into being commentators in ways that just are not their gift. And the guys. You know what I mean? And the guys.
0: (laughs) It's okay to be beautiful. I think that's the problem. (laughs) Totally
2: fine. But I also don't need to get, like, I don't need to see what you do all the time. Like, maybe just, you know, like, just a few tricks. If you learn something new, you found a new product, sure, tell me about it. But just the general get ready with me's. And for the love of God, stop recording yourselves waking up out of bed. We know you got out of bed to put the tripod up and hit record. (laughs) You're not literally rising like it's like mm-hmm. please let's let's just cut mm-hmm. the shit so like it's to me now the most popular type of real or tiktok i'm seeing everybody just get ready with me get ready with me get ready with me why
1: sylvia you are you are a leader you are a <laughs> leader in this industry because what i also hate is when as you said, they're like bad storytellers. And so they're like, boring, boring, boring. You double tap to fast forward. Then they say, and then I died for three seconds. And you're like, wait, 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 wait what? And then you have to go back. You have to go back. And it's like, can we have... Notes, transcripts, what is a happened? narrative arc, something.
0: Make a yes. Give us <laughs> literally, a
2: literally. Have an agenda. Like, I don't know. Seriously. Something. The content girls, it's like I get it. It's a lot to come up with a conversation and do your makeup and your hair. That's why maybe we shouldn't try to do all three.
1: Exactly. Not all of us work at Sephora. Okay. <laughs> There's a reason. <sighs> okay. We're gonna take a short break, but when we come back, Alex and Sylvia are gonna share with me the last thing they want to leave behind in 2023 and their internet resolutions for 2024.
0: Split Screen, Kid Nation, a six-part podcast from CBC. Available now.
1: And we're back. Now it is time for our last and final thing that needs to die in 2023. I will start here. It's Selena Gomez on social media, specifically (laughs) declaring (laughs) social media breaks. Here's the deal. Here's the deal. I love Selena. I love A Year Without Rain. I'm a salinator through and through. But she does this thing, okay, where she'll go on like a weird posting defending herself in the Instagram comments rampage like every three months and then she'll immediately say, I'm going on a social media break and then she'll come back. And her latest endeavor is that she went on IG, confirmed she was dating the music producer Benny Blanco, confirmed she uses Botox, started defending her relationship with Benny, saying stuff like, he's treated me better than any human being on the planet and he's like the best thing that ever happened to me. And then she said this one thing, which I feel like actually needs to be picked up a little more, which is she said, I'm leaving Insta for a while until I have work again. And I was like, okay, this is why they keep renewing Only Murders in the Building, because I just think (laughs) Selena's team, they need to (laughs) change the password. They need to, instead of sending a six-digit code, maybe send her only five so they don't get the last digit so she can't, like, two-step authentication. You want the (laughs) two-factor
0: authentication on (laughs) Selena Gomez's Insta.
1: You
2: want them to do what they did to Adele after she posted herself. (laughs) A little bit.
0: You want her to have like a Rihanna presence now where it's just like Rihanna's Fenty Beauty marketing team. That's like, new drop. (laughs) Here's some lip gloss.
1: No, Alex, thank you for saying that because what I thought about was like, Selena kind of sometimes forgets that she's not only a celebrity. She, like, allegedly runs a company called Rare Beauty. And I'm like, can you imagine if you woke up and they're like, hey, so your boss was a little weird on Insta today? And you're like, okay, what? And they're like, so she keeps defending her relationship with some subpar guy. And it's like, see, no. See, no. (laughs) I want to keep my job. And I just think, you know, there has to be a better solution to her social media obsession than, like, filming with Martin Short 365 days a year. So, Selena... I think I think we dump Instagram in 2024 just a thought.
2: Yeah, I think it's fair. I mean every time I think about times she's spoken out this year it's just always never ended well for her whether it's like her and Hailey Bieber's stands going at it or like mm-hmm. her being a feuding with somebody who gave them her an organ it's it, it really just oh, it really is just that happened too didn't it like i'm not making that up yes, didn't that happen? Yes, i'm just like yes. it's kind of crazy the more you say it the more i think about it the more it makes sense you know celebrities just going back to having private lives in general would be nice
1: Exactly. Like, you know how there's a Raya? I would like to create like a f- like a fake Instagram where the celebrities, they like write things, but they don't go anywhere. They're like stuck behind a paywall, you know, <laughs> and you have to pay to get through the paywall. We take that money donated to charity, the right charities, of course. Anyway, Alex, what is your last Haterade moment you'd like to leave in 2023?
0: Oh, my gosh. I think we just need to stop with media literacy. Just like give up on media literacy mm-hmm. on the internet. <laughs> like give I think- up! <laughs> well, I mean, most recently, I think what happened was we saw this very fair critique of Beyonce, who I love, the Beyonce mm-hmm. film by Angelica mm-hmm. J. Was it
2: all fair? Mm. I think there was a fair but, critique masked behind a lot of hating.
0: Yeah, sure. But like they were telling this, they were telling this critic to go die. And you're yeah, just like, okay, you can criticize the critique, but it's also like you are this. This is so beyond. Like the the discourse that this has spurred is so just. Makes me just feel like my brain is getting softer and softer. Like, it, there, mm-hmm. there's a middle between I disagree and maybe go die.
2: Yeah, no, like, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. People have got Stan culture. I think, oh, like, right. it's maybe like Stan culture was an honorable mention on my list. So I, like, it, it, mm-hmm. it just, it's gone too far. Maybe I'm just saying that because the Nicki Minaj album just came out, but like, <laughs> it just stresses oh, me every time. <laughs> It, no, I mean, just, and that's not just the, I mean, like, it's everybody. Like, and, like you said, whether yeah. it's attacking the a critic for, like, telling her she needs to die.
1: I mean, Club Chalamet. Guys, Chalamet, I can't like, stop talking about Club okay, wait, Chalamet. No, I
0: don't want to leave Club Chalamet behind because I need <gasps> Club Chalamet. No, it's
1: not even like, I don't want to leave any of these groups behind.
2: I just want them to, like, stop trying to dox people or kill people. <laughs> right. Like, or threaten right. to. You know what I mean? It's like, love Nikki, love Cardi. Love Beyonce, mm-hmm. love Timothy, like, but don't.
0: Love Selena. Love
2: Selena, but you don't have to attack the other one for it. Even like the way Cardi B, like, was, fought, life is falling apart as this album is coming out. And it's like, I don't know if you guys saw that video of her, like, wailing into Instagram Live that really just broke my heart.
1: You will fucking talk to a nigga
2: and a motherfucker
1: will play in your fucking face and your fucking face over and over and over and over and over again. And she'll be like, watch. Watch what I'm about to do. Watch what I'm about to say. And it's so fucking sad that a nigga likes to, yo, this motherfucker really likes to play games with me when I'm at my most vulnerable time, when, I, when I'm not the most confident.
2: And like the barbs are like ha- like dancing on, like just celebrating it. And I'm like, this is so mean. People are human. Like I get that you may not like her music and that her Nikki maybe stay. like, but like, can we just have a moment where we're like, oh my God, woman to woman, this is terrible. Like I think Stan culture has like lost all its empathy.
0: Yeah, it's like, keep it light. Let's keep it light and keep it moving. Let's, like, m- make it fun. Let's keep make the it internet fun again. And Let's it's, make it fun And again. the internet exactly. isn't fun when you're telling people to die.
2: It's not. <laughs> exactly. Like, go up about the album, live tweet the music, live tweet the shows, like, celebrate. But you don't have to, like, you know, wish harm. Exactly.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, Sylvia, did you have one last moment of haterade that you wanted to add? Okay, yes. For me, it's the AI filters.
2: That I hmm. like, I just think like, are the filters we have not already enough? Like, I just think like the when I yeah. hit that, like I've hit the AI button just to see what would happen. And it's like, who is that lady? Like, it's just like you know, I'm just like, how many more beauty issues do we need as a country, like as a world, as a as yeah. a world? It just sometimes it just maybe goes a little too far with the fantasizing. There was that time where everybody was making themselves into weird versions of themselves mm-hmm. and we're posting it and that was weird. Like all the celebrities were doing yeah. it.
0: The best part of that was that they were just like, here is my information, Russians or Chinese. Right, like, I'm Chinese like, you government. okay? You're I need to see up? myself as an astronaut. <laughs> and you were like, wow, astronaut me is mad cute. Here's like, some like- more <laughs> stuff.
2: <laughs> and it's like, what is happening? It's like, people are becoming unicorns. I'm like, what's ha- what's going right? on? Yeah. 90s photos of them like frosted it's just like
0: yeah mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> what you, and it's like yes yeah, to your point like you don't care about you giving your image or your facial identity away like this to the aliens or whoever's <laughs> up
0: there running AI you needed to see yourself as an elf you needed yeah, I just to, yourself needed as to an see yourself it was worth giving it up <laughs> you needed representation
2: it. yep and even just the AI filters where it doesn't turn you into anything crazy it just like makes you look Like, the best version of European beauty standards they can come up with that, like, I just, I'm like, Mm -hmm. this is a big step backwards, people. (laughs) Like, Mm -hmm. give me my nose back. Mm -hmm. I love a little filter here and there. I get it. Sometimes a girl doesn't want to put on makeup to get on camera, but damn. AI scares me in general, but the filters are what I will take claim for today.
1: Okay. You know... Before we go, I think that we are all interested in growing in 2024 or not. That's your choice. But maybe we want to be like better Internet users or performers. And so the question I want to ask you guys is, what are your New Year's Internet resolutions for 2024? Is there anything that you saw this year that was good that you would like to take into the next year?
0: So I think harmless gossip Mm. is like the best way teens and people are using the internet. I don't know if you guys are familiar with the one TikTok user who was like, this girl stole my boyfriend and she's trying to steal my boyfriend and she took his hoodie. She
1: borrowed my boyfriend's hoodie when we are all over at his house because she was cold. And then she took the hoodie home, which is fine, girl, like be warm, stay warm, don't get cold. But she continues to wear that hoodie for the next two weeks and posts all about it on social media. A picture of her in his
0: hoodie. And then we all got to weigh in and be like, okay, well, maybe she took the hoodie. And then we saw what the boyfriend looked like. And he was, she was getting yes. sandwiches. And the boyfriend is hot. And you're just like, okay, I get why you're fighting. Like, I need <laughs> that kind of petty. <laughs> I love that, that kind of like petty level, like very like normal, chill. Like, no one's dying. No one's being told to die. No one, there's no, no lives are at risk. It's just a boyfriend, his hoodie, some sandwiches. <laughs> Give me that. Just more of that in 2024.
1: Oh, that was a good moment.
2: I think mine would be taking the pressure off of content as far as like it being so curated on Instagram. Like Mm -hmm. I want to just get back to Mm -hmm. posting a moment. Like I think we like it went from like, I think our posting fatigue took us all into this group like dump situation where you were just like, here's a dump, whether it was like a monthly dump, a quarterly dump, or people are now like, recapping the year month to month who didn't post all year dumps and it's like I just kind of want to try to get back to posting more in real time occasionally like you know like I mm-hmm. think people are really enjoying TikTok because they feel like there's less pressure and I th- but I also think that like in TikTok I it's weird because I hear people say it's less pressure to be polished but I'm also like but I got to learn to dance and figure out how to play audio and to it doesn't feel like less pressure to me but mostly I would just like to be in like oh here's a cute moment post Here's a cute selfie post. Oh, I like this outfit post. And no, I'm not going to tag every item I'm wearing for you to know where I bought it from because I'm just oh here God. to exist, not to guide you through your life.
0: I mean, isn't the problem it, with it called the dump? Like, why is it called a dump? <laughs> a
2: dump? Like, like, you're already starting off
0: with a bad foot. <laughs> like, a dump cannot be positive.
2: I know. I've I, the the work I've done pr- in the captions to call it anything but a dump, like when it's exactly <laughs> a dump. And I'm like, I refuse to identify it as this. But what else can I call it? <laughs>
1: <Get laughs> like lately, <laughs> get ready with me. Oh my, <laughs> or oh like, wow. or like, or like, dump with me. Dump Maybe with Maybe that me. could be something. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Get call it the anti dump. Oh, my God. The anti- no. Ooh. Anti-dump the swamp, perhaps? The sewer. Just kidding. I think for me, it's that I'm going to start actively discouraging child influencer content. Like, if I see family vlogs, I'm going to report them to the FBI. <laughs> and then... <laughs> I'm going to encourage and uplift the rise of wholesome middle-aged to elderly content, because, like, did you guys see that one video of the mom who met a penguin for the first time at the zoo? Yeah, And she's, like, petting it, and then she turns around, and she's, like, sobbing, and I was, like, okay, this is good. Um, there's also a dad who, like, meets up with his friends every Friday, and he, like, types up an agenda with, like, discussion topics Love that. Or Khalid El khatib he posts his mom's, like, really extravagant Christmas itinerary every year. Oh, my year. God, that's my
0: bestie. That's my bestie. What? Oh, my God. <laughs>
1: Alex! Uh, okay, um, tell Christmas your bestie time. that I love him. Anyway, my whole thing is I just want to protect the children. They have the rest of their lives to shell me powder. And then let the elders cook because I know that our social security benefits are not that good, so they need the AdSense. Okay, that's the show. I want to thank Alex Abad Santos and Sylvia O'Bell for joining me on the show. You can read Alex's work on Vox.com and you can hear more from Sylvia on the Scotty and Sylvia Show. We'll be back in your feed on Wednesday, so definitely subscribe. That way, you never miss an episode. Leave us a rating and a review on Apple or Spotify and tell your friends about us. You can follow us on Twitter at icymi underscore pod. And you can always drop us a note at ICYMI at Slate.com. ICYMI is produced by Sierra Spragley-Ricks, Rachel Hampton, and me, Candace Lim. Deza Rosario is our senior supervising producer. And Alicia Montgomery is Slate's vice president of audio. See you online or in the Sailor Moon AOL chat.